breaking news and information from Hollywood, hot celebrity breaking news to you via Skype, phone, or stand-up. You've seen him on international network television. Join me, Ken McCoy, as I bring you the latest news from the red carpet. Now, Ken McCoy also brings it to radio. Bring it. That's what I do. I'm Ken McCoy. Join me as we bring it to you. Ken McCoy Radio. All right, welcome everybody. Good afternoon. Welcome to this special edition of Ken McCoy Radio. We're trying to get these commercials out of the way. Our very special guest will be top. The Hollywood Reporter named him on the top list of power of attorneys for 2013, Daryl D. Miller. He's an author and an attorney that deals with transactional entertainment law, especially in the areas of motion picture, television, music, theater, new media, and live stage, and more. He is our guest, so we're going to get these commercials out of the way because when he comes on, we're not stopping until he has to go. So we'll be right back right after this. AMP-TV is proud to bring you the collaboration of On Me, one new media expression, a combined effort for the first time ever of all the black media sources in the Valley. Serving the community with quality hosts, news, information, and entertainment, and much more. Starting July 26th, stay up or set your DVR for AMPTV programming on KC24 from 1 a.m. to 2.30 a.m. right after Saturday Night Live. Let us be your source for what's happening in the black community starting Saturday, July 26th at 1 a.m. on KC24. And hey, if they ask, it's on me. Today, you ate Greek yogurt. You took the train. You wondered why people spend so much time reading celebrity blogs. You read a celebrity blog. You planned a workout. You skipped it. You did all the things that one normally does the day before a devastating earthquake shakes the community to the ground. You never know when the day before is the day before. Prepare for tomorrow at ready.gov slash today. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ed Council. Thanks for listening to Ken McCoy Radio, KMERDB, on audio now. My report is about Alexandra Scott. She opened a lemonade stand to raise money to fight cancer. Her friends all over the country wanted to help. They raised over a million dollars. Before Alex died of her own cancer, life gave Alex a lemon, but she made lemonade. Inspiration. Lemonade! Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. And welcome back to Ken McCoy Radio. As we said before, we just got back from the Oscars, the 87th Annual Academy Awards. Folks, my photos are around the world right now, and it's very exciting to be doing what I do. It's my 14th 14th year covering the Oscars from all different angles, and I'm very thankful to have covered it from where I've covered it from and uh, met the people. It was great meeting people again year after year uh, internationally. Uh, doing what we do, and that's the whole point is bringing that content to you. And, of course, this weekend we're getting ready for our seventh annual red carpet event at Sierra Vista Mall Cinema 16. Uh, We're taking over the lobby, folks. They said it's going to rain, but that's not going to stop us. We're taking over the lobby, shutting it all down, taking over the lobby for our red carpet. People all over Facebook, Facebook, 
LinkedIn, Eventbrite are all trying to get tickets to this Carpet Fashion event, photography event, and movie all in one whirlwind. It's going to be amazing seventh year, and we're excited. And I'm thankful for Nate for being one of our first sponsors and uh, Mr. Simmons for being a sponsor and Pat's Tuxedos. And we're just thankful that these people came forward right when we started. We started promoting it 90 days ago, and they came forward and said, hey, we're going to buy some tickets so some people can go. We're going to support. We can't go, but we're going to buy some tickets, and boy, did they buy tickets. So we're looking forward to that this Saturday, 9 a.m. sharp. Oh, man, we're excited. So some other things going on. We are getting ready to be hosting the Sophisticated Ladies 35-year event at the Ramada Inn, folks, it's the, they, they, they have no idea what I'm going to bring to this event. And let me tell you something. They need to just shut it down now because it's going to be over when I hit the floor. So I will be the MC of that event, and I'm looking forward to it. I've done several events with them. They bring the A-game. We had a wonderful time at the auction last time. Everything was sold. And um, we're looking forward for the 35th annual event for them we just did the 25th anniversary event for the Tulare County Mass Choir. So, folks, we're out there doing what we want to do, doing what we are requested of by our clients and bringing the A-game as we do it. And we want to thank everybody for tuning in. And we're expecting our very special guest, Daryl D. Miller, an entertainment attorney and author, to call in today. Very special guest of the show. Call in. He wrote the book. The name of his book is 16th Minute of Fame. 16th minute of fame and uh he is an entertainment attorney he made it to hollywood's list of power attorneys for 2013 his work is with some of hollywood's top talent and he's aided them in the areas of motion pictures television music theater new media and i believe he's on the phone right now so with no further ado we're going to patch right in daryl d miller is our guest on the show daryl welcome to ken mccoy radio i just did your I just did your bio, Daryl. How you doing, man? Daryl, are you with us? Okay, we don't seem to have Daryl on the phone. We're going to check and see what's going on. We'll be right back right after this brief commercial. Thanks for listening to Ken McCoy Radio, KMERDB. AMP TV is proud to bring you the collaboration of On Me, one new media expression, a combined effort for the first time ever of all the black media sources in the Valley, serving the community with quality hosts, news, information, and entertainment, and much more. Starting July 26th, stay up or set your DVR for AMP TV programming on KC24 from 1 a.m. to 2.30 a.m. right after Saturday Night Live. Let us be your source for what's happening in the black community starting Saturday, July 26th at 1 a.m. on KC24. And hey, if they ask, it's on me. All right, we're trying to connect with Daryl Miller. Daryl, are you with us? I'm with you. Wow, man. It is exciting to have you on the show, and I want to thank you for coming on. Again, you wrote the book, and I read the book, 16th Minute of Fame. And I I want 
asked you to cover just a few things in your in your time. I know you're busy, but you specifically in your book talked about rags to riches to rags, and then you talked about defining your brand, and then what I really enjoyed the most, and I did it, Daryl. I did go down and check my seven streams of income. So can you just cover <laughs> a little bit of that? I did. I did. Right, I got right to that part, and I said, let me check. So because of your book, I moved up to my seventh stream of income because of your book. So thank you for that. Well, Ken, I am thoroughly impressed that you have actually taken the information I put in book form and utilized it uh, for purposes of your own personal financial growth and wealth, right? Uh, no, that's great, man. Actually, uh, that, that, that's really wonderful. Um, yeah, three you know three of the chapters. You know, the, one of the chapters that was one of the kind of the rationale behind the book was the rags to riches to rags, and we often see that in the sports and entertainment world in which I operate as the where are they now stories. You know, we see a lot of people shooting up, but we see even more people shooting down. And so I thought a catchy title or chapter title of rags to riches to rags would kind of you know uh, very powerfully just kind of state you know what we're about to get into, which is you know how do you not do that, and how do you go right. from rags to riches and maintain those riches uh, on your way to the 16th minute of fame? Um, defining your brand, you know, was a chapter that I really got into because I feel like, you know, when people are becoming successful or they're trying to become successful, you know, trying to become successful at the thing you do, you don't necessarily look at that thing as a brand, uh, and you kind of do that one thing, and when those 15 minutes are over, you're kind of going, oh, my God, that one thing which I was been great at is kind of over. Now what else do I do? And I have seen many artists, athletes, high-profile people, you know, live and die because somehow I was, a, I was a movie star for the last 10 years. They don't want to hire me anymore because they're hiring the next hot young actor, and therefore I'm dead. I'm going, wait a minute. If you understood how to define and articulate your brand, if you are a movie star, you probably have millions of people around the world that would love you, and that brand can translate into any number of things that you could imagine, and you should be excited about all the possibilities that you can now exploit based on your body of work. So, um, But many people don't define or even understand what the concept. They throw the word around branding, and we talk about it a lot. I, I remember when it was not even a, you know, the concept that was in, but today it's talked about. But I thought I would break it down in my book and really just say, look, stop and think about it. What is your brand? And along the way of achieving your success, don't forget that brand is something that you can then leverage laterally to create multiple opportunities, you know, to sustain yourself when that first thing that you got to the mountaintop with is no longer keeping you there. See, and that's really exciting. And here's what I really enjoyed, honestly, is the tone of your book. Because you came from someone that actually entertained. You did it. You traveled. You made tough decisions. I loved reading. I think you you went, uh, I think it was the Cincinnati School, the School of Creative and, School for and creative Performing, and performing Arts. Arts, right? Uh -huh. Yeah. And, and you, you uh. were talking about how you were trying to decide what to do, but you followed your heart. And I, I really appreciated the honesty of your your fork in the road. You know, and I wish I could say I was some brilliant kid that had all kind of insight. 
you know, I still think it was a healthy dose of being prepared and working hard, but an even bigger dose of, you know, spiritual guidance because, you know, from that point of view, um, I just think <clears throat> I look back on life and, and feel that a lot of things, you know, were blessings. And uh, and blessings don't always come in a big pot of money, but blessings That's for right. me came in, in, a, in a lot of small doses of helping me make better decisions uh, than the next guy, which propelled me into a place of unimaginable opportunity. And uh, and then it was my skill and my effort and my talent and my sweat to then make something out of those opportunities. And I think what I loved is where you 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 did that. You said that, and I and I I actually wanted to stand up and applaud you, even though I didn't know you, because that reminds me of when I first covered the Oscars. I went to L.A. With no hotel, and people don't believe that, but I said that was 14 years ago. I had no hotel. I took five tuxes, three cameras, and the rest is history. And you have to believe in one, in my opinion, your spiritual guidance, your blessing. I truly appreciated that. And so when we transferred it to the seven streams of income, that's when it gets down to diversification of your dollars. Yeah, you know, and so you know, that was your third point, and I wanted to save that to kind of really hammer in, you know, the payoff on the book, you know, I'll tell you all, everyone, so, you know, you can still go out and take a look and, and read it and really get yourself your roadmap at the back of the book, as you see, Ken, I kind of lay out the top seven, I want you to, everybody to lay out their seven, but the big strategy that I have used personally and in business and have advocated for many years now is a strategy that kind of came out of research that I did. And I researched um, several years ago, and I just started really trying to understand what, what what is wealth in America? Who are the wealthy people in America? I was not thinking about the, the bling, bling people we see every day. I was not right. thinking about the guy riding in a fancy car. I was like the true wealth, the guy that owns the salt shakers in every <laughs> restaurant and hotel in America, you know? The guy that owns the number two pencil was the guy that I want to meet, you know? Uh, and so I started really researching characteristics of the wealth wealthy and discovered that the average wealthy person in America has at least seven streams of revenue flowing into their empire. And it made sense. You know, while many had regular jobs, that was just one stream of revenue. You know, they had six others. So if that job went away, the six others carried them. And the average wealthy person had a job, they had stock portfolio, they had a real estate portfolio, they had and then three or four businesses that they invested in that make on an average again seven. Some had thirty, some had, you know, less, but on an average they had seven. And that's kinda of where I got the concept of seven. And if you're a spiritual person, you know look at the Bible yes, that's so a very come biblical on, number. Come <laughs> on, come on. So I'm like, you know, that's there. I got a little bit of Bible spirituality behind me and I kinda of put the two together and said, you know, I ain't gonna fight the way let me jump on this number seven and uh, basically <laughs> said, you know, that's a very uh, admirable characteristic of the wealthy that I think we should all aspire to acquire. So um, I, I rested on that, you know, and, um, and it became also a common sense point of view. You know, if I gave you a million dollars, Ken, and I said, you know, go invest that million dollars in a stock market, you know, nobody's going to take that million dollars and invest in one stock. Right. You know, everybody's going to tell you, you're going to spread that money out and make sure that one stock don't hit. You've got, you know, you're not going to go up and down with one company. But if I tell you that same million dollars and said not cash, but that million dollars is your life, why do you put your entire life into one stock? That's great. And why do you not try to leverage yourself and find ways for your life to guarantee 
that if that one shot at being an executive, that one shot at being an artist, that one shot at being a ball player, that one shot at being the top minister doesn't work, you've got other things to fall back on if every start, if everything you have is riding into that one life. So it just, for common sense for me, didn't make sense. And then you put together how many people have failed, and then you put together how much society has changed. I can see my grandparents believing into that whole one-stock mentality because they could go to school, they could get a job, they could work for 30 years, get a watch, retire, and lay back and see their grandkids. And that was America for many, many years. But our generation today, Ken, the 21st century America is no longer like the America that our parents grew up in, and the corporate loyalty and stability, the predictability of opportunity being sustainable is not what it used to be. So if you're still living in a 20th century world, but physically in a 21st century, I often say you already lost a game that you don't know you're playing. <laughs> he took you out of school. <laughs> oh, man. And you know what? You're so right. And I, I truly am an advocate for that. And that's why, you know, I've been involved in the entertainment industry. And it was only, it was a blessing simply for me to find your book. Uh, and I thank Chris for telling me about it. And, and, and we had promoted you for months. And we were going, oh, he's going to call. And oh, he's and I put it out there. But I said, it's all good. Because one of my one of my listeners was actually doing something involved with the Grammys. I guess he was nominated, and he and I and, and I looked up your number, and I gave him your number. I said, "This is the number I have, and this is his name. You got to look him up." So he looked you up, and he may be getting in touch with you. But the point is, Great. is that in your book, and I want all my listeners to remember, it's called "16th Minute of Fame." And again, once that. That 15 minutes is up. What are you doing at the time when people are closing their book after your interview, after your big sale? And I, and I remember that. I remember my 15 minutes of fame, and then I remember my 16th minute of fame. I do. Um, and so what would you say three top, top three things that people could do to encourage their brand? Well, one um, is really, you know, one, I think number one is my number seven, which is, you know, really understand how that brand has synergies to organically create things that will help you build that seven streams. What do I mean by that? Which is, you know, everybody's seven stream is not like the wealthy person that I study. You know, everybody's seven stream can, in fact, be different. And so the first thing you can do to encourage your brand is to understand what are those things. What's the first thing that most motivates you, right? If I'm a ball player, you know, uh, be a ball player, but also think about owning things around the ball club or the ball organization or the ball industry that you're in. You know, if you are a singer, you know, don't just sing, but perhaps if you are a singer that also owned a a distribution company or a pressing company or a recording studio, you could create multiple streams of revenue and still carry on your life and, and have synergies. You can write books about it. You know, you can do speaking engagements about it. You can even do radio shows and give Ken a little competition about it. But at the end of the day, you know, uh, if you, the first thing you can do to encourage your, your, your brand really is to think about how your brand can be leveraged, then really write that stuff down. Don't think they say 80% of the people who write their dreams, ideas, and visions down 
have a significantly higher chance of actually making those dreams and visions come true as opposed to those who just think about them and somehow try to recapture them as they're living their life. So write your dreams down. Write your ideas down. Write your streams of revenue down. Write ways in which you can leverage and support your brand because then you're going to live that as a roadmap and work along that along that way. Um, the second way I suggest, and you, you got me because I'm popping off, you know, my head here, remembering the various ones in the book. Okay. I, I would say um, build a good team. Build a good team. As you, if you recall, Ken, I talk a little bit about representation and teams and what do you need, yes. who do you need yes, around you. You know, that is really important because I find with so much first generational wealth, and that's the wonderful thing, right? There's been more millionaires who have acquired their wealth over the last 20 years than all previous years in American history. It used to be passed on through trust and passed on through, you know, families. But there's been a lot of millionaires, and we all see the most obvious one has been the dot-com boom that has created a lot of millionaires who were not millionaires 20 years ago. So you need a team to understand how to manage that money, how to manage the opportunity, and how to help you manage your brand. So I can't tell you all the people you need on your team because it depends on what your team is, but the thing you can do to elevate your brand is build a team that is very helpful. I can tell you this. You always need a good financial component, and you always need a good legal component. There's nothing you're going to do that's not going to generate revenues that you're going to want to understand how to get the best benefits from those revenues, and there's nothing that you will do that won't have a legal implication that you're going to make sure that that implication falls on your side as opposed to other someone else's side in the event that there's a contractual obligation. So building the right team to get where you're going uh, is really great. And then the last thing I think you can do to encourage your brand is kind of one of the motivating factors, you know, behind my book. I found that a lot of people in my business, and I would submit, again, my business is entertainment, but it is no different in politics. It is no different in corporate America. It is more pervasive in my business, but it is even more pervasive in the lottery winner. What I mean by that is more people than not are not prepared for the success that they seek. More people than not are not prepared for the success that they seek. What I mean, guy dribbles and practices and works his butt off, practices 12 hours a day, finally makes the team, gets on the team, gets the $110 million contract and loses his mind, right? You've seen people all the time get rich and go crazy. If you play the lottery winner, I love this reports out there on the lottery winners that talks about yes. the, you know, the, the overwhelming majority of the lottery winners within two years are worse off than, than all the time they were playing those lotteries. And the more you win, this is a crazy statistic, the more you win in the lottery, so the, the more you win, the worse off you will be. So the $500 million Powerball winner is going to have a worse life two years later than the $200 million scratch and sniff guy. You know, it is a shame that we spend so much time preparing and so little time actually um, uh, basically really understanding what success is. So preparing for the success that you seek is a thing that you can do and often challenge people by saying, if I gave you $10 million today and your dreams all came true, what are the first five phone calls you would make to help yourself leverage and perpetuate your brand to keep that $10 million moving and working for you as opposed to being consumed at a rapid speed? Daryl, I, I, and I know you're busy, and but I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart 
we one of the things we try to do is educate people here. We 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 want to tell them about your book, but we want to educate them at the same time so that they could say, "Wow, what information!" I mean. Nowadays, you're right. People need to hear from the pros, and you are a pro. You're Hollywood, one of the power attorneys for 2013. And I just want to say I'm I'm grateful you spent the time to come on my show and just share the knowledge, man. Share the knowledge. I appreciate it. Well, thank you. Well, thank you for having me, man. It's uh, it's my honor and pleasure to help anybody, you know, live a better day tomorrow uh, than they had yesterday. And um, I've been blessed beyond my wildest imagination, and I'd be shame on me if I would be selfish and not look to try to share some of the blessings. And, and again, blessings for me is just the knowledge and the information and often access to do things that can change your position. So I just try to help people change their position. Well, everybody out there, Daryl D. Miller, entertainment attorney, uh, transactional law in the areas of motion picture, television, theater, new media, live stage production. He was one of Hollywood's top power of attorneys for 2013, and he came on Ken McCoy Radio and brought you the knowledge. Daryl, I just want to say again, thank you for your time and sharing that knowledge for us, man. Thank you, my friend, and good luck with your show, and I appreciate the opportunity to speak with you today. Thank you very much, man. All right, you heard it. That was Daryl D. Miller, attorney at law, and he came on the show. He brought it, and we want to thank you for just that. You don't need anything else. He, If you didn't write that down, you could call this number in two hours and hear the show from our cell phone line. That number is one eight three two. Five five one five zero three two one eight three two five five one five zero three two. Also, those that are on social media, this link will be out there and will be listed, so you're able to reclick the link. And uh, we will be talking to you again on Saturday when we come live. We're going to have a live show from our red carpet. And uh, but again, Daryl Miller was our guest. His book, write it down, 16th Minute of Fame. You can get it in e-form. Uh, you can get it tangible. But either way, get the book. But he, you heard it right here on Ken McCoy Radio. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And we will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Ken McCoy Radio, KMERDB, on audio now. And we also want to thank all of our listeners worldwide, New York, Texas, Fresno, California. We want to thank Anila Smith, Anila Matthews, for uh, – she calls me every year, folks. Right after Oscar time, she calls me, and then she won't call for the next year. And so I just wanted to give her a shout-out because she called me, and I told her I'm going to say her name on the radio. I want to thank you to uh, Florida. I want to thank all the people that saw me at the Oscars. Thank you. I know I've been very, very, very busy, but I'm never too busy to just stop on my shows and give you some acknowledgement. So I look forward to seeing you all Saturday at the Red Carpet event. For information, you can go to eventbrite.com, put in Ken McCoy, and the information will be there. Also, if you want, if you can't go and you just want to support some young people, buy some tickets. Go to eventbrite.com, put in Ken McCoy. You will see that link and what's going on. Just buy some tickets to support some young people, and um, we appreciate you. So thank you for listening. Thank you for staying tuned. Man, what an awesome show, and we want to say have a great week, and we will, you will hear us live Saturday from our red carpet event.
This is Ken McCoy from Ken McCoy Radio and the Ken McCoy Entertainment Report, inviting you to stay tuned to this year's special report coverage on the Grammys, the Christian Music Awards, the BET Celebration of Gospel, the Oscars, my personal student red card event, and more breaking news. Stay tuned to this year's coverage. Stay informed and stay in the know with Ken McCoy Radio and the Ken McCoy Entertainment Report right here on this station. Thanks for listening to Ken McCoy Radio, KMERDB on Audio Now.